Ladies and gentlemen, is it good to be back on the Knicks World Podcast or what? Or not? Or anything else? Uh, as far as mental illness and all those type of things go, I'm going to keep that confidential. Uh, but that is the cause of my absence and different things. No, I'm not depressed really. I'm not, I don't, my life is not in danger. Uh, but that is something that has kind of consumed me a little bit uh, over the last few weeks. Again, I'm not going to get into detail, but that is the cause of my absence on podcasting. I'm still posting on my Instagram story and things like that. And yes, I'm very well still alive. Uh, but that has been one of the reasons for my absence. And I'm slowly going to ease back into it uh, because when mental health and things like that take you over, you tend to put everything else to the side. And that's kind of what I did. Uh, I put work. I put money. I put even things I enjoy all the way to the side. And uh, that's common for a lot of people to do that. Watch, I'm going to spend the next fucking 15 minutes on mental health. I'll make a podcast about that one day. Uh, but we as, as humans tend to do that because when something becomes so important that really isn't important, overshadows all of that. We as humans tend to uh, put all of that to the side. And that's what I did. Took a leave from my job. I stopped going out. I look at look at how depressing this shit is getting already, right? Um, I stopped going out with friends. Really stopped talking to some of them uh, because that's the p- importance that I put this type of illness or whatever it is on myself. And as you can see, mental health is no joke. Uh, a lot of people have lost their lives to mental health. Some of them by choice, suicide. Some of them by drug use, alcohol abuse, so on and so forth. But this is not a sad podcast. And you don't have to worry about any of those things with me. And if you are one of those people that suffer from those things, please get help. Uh, And I don't mean that in a something wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with you. Uh, The only people that have things wrong with them are psychopaths. uh, Because that is not normal. Anyway, how about that for an intro? Uh, Today we're going to talk about the CM Punk and Daniel Bryan news. Um, Listen, CM Punk debuting at AEW Rampage is pretty much all but confirmed. Now, nobody has physically confirmed for this to happen. Nobody has physically said CM Punk is coming this Friday, and that's good. Uh, all the dirt sheets and everybody pretty much knows it's, it's in Chicago first off, uh, and AEW, as far as I know, has two shows in Chicago, uh, over the next two months. It's Rampage this Friday and it's all out next month. CM Punk needs to debut this Friday. Um, there should be no other, it shouldn't be on Dynamite, it shouldn't be anywhere else. The fans are expecting CM Punk's debut. The fans are expecting CM Punk to come out this Friday. They will not accept anything less. If I go, if I'm an AEW fan and I got tickets this Friday to AEW Rampage, if CM Punk is not an appearing figure, and I mean in person because it's his hometown of Chicago. If CM Punk is not an appearing figure, I am leaving that show disappointed. 
that would be the first time I think AEW fans would be massively disappointed. There's been things that AEW has done that haven't been good. Some that have been good. But that is the first time I am leaving in an AEW show massively disappointed. Now, that's a trend with WWE. I, why did I say it like that? By the way, uh, being disappointed. But it's almost like you don't even get disappointed by uh, WWE anymore because you expect that disappointment. When you walk into a situation and you feel or you expect disappointment, when that disappointment happens, you are no longer frustrated because you expected that disappointment. I will not sit here and say there's a 100% chance CM Punk comes out Friday, but I would say there's a 99% chance. This is the first legitimate chance that we see CM Punk in a wrestling arena slash ring in the public because I think that there's been some stints he's had where he's been masked or he's had certain appearances in wrestling, but nobody knew who the hell he was. This would be the first situation where there is a high legitimate, not, oh, what if, not conspiracy theory, a high legitimate chance, an extremely high legitimate chance, chance that we see CM Punk in a wrestling ring. Okay. So let's let's put it there. Uh, well, first off, the people saying CM Punk and Daniel Bryan should be the first match, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. And I've heard a lot of a lot of ideas in f- almost 15 years of watching wrestling. There is one in one way to do each debut. The first one is CM Punk, which is the one that nobody's going to shut up about. CM Punk's my favorite wrestler of all time. And what's funny about that is is that Everybody's on this CM Punk dick train now, and I love that because it's almost like a wrestler that nobody liked, but then they come back and all of a sudden everybody jumps on the hype train and feels so important. There are the people that adored and loved everything about CM Punk's last run, and it was everything to them, like myself. There are the people that said, ah, CM Punk is all right, but we know that we know the importance that he has. We know the importance that CM Punk has on wrestling. And then there are the people that couldn't give less of a shit, which is a small fraction of the actual audience. Because whether you like CM Punk or not, CM Punk is the most, most, how do you even put it, not even must see. He's the most prominent draw of any wrestler in the entire world right now. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that people grew on CM Punk's run. CM Punk has been gone for so long. People really gravitated, myself included, people really gravitated towards that last run. And that last run itself was enough for me to become a CM Punk fan. I always liked CM Punk. But that last run by CM Punk is what caused me to have him become my favorite wrestler of all time. And I want to apologize in advance advance for the people uh listening to this podcast this is my first podcast back since this mental health slash illness and there's a lot of anxiety going into it not doing the podcast because that comes second nature with me but just different things going on um so you know i'll have pauses kind of uh like i said it takes um and as this anxiety is increasing i'm noticing these symptoms increasing which is very weird Um, so what I'm going to do right now, uh, is I'm going to take a brief break, not a very long break. Uh, I'm taking a brief break and I'm going to go home and 
fix this because my blood sugar is all over the place. And I'm going to continue this podcast when I come back. And you're not even going to notice it. It's just going to be a transition. But everybody hang tight. I don't even know why I'm saying hang tight because it's just going to go back to... uh, It's just going to go back to uh, the podcast. So hold on, everybody. I'll be right back. So I'm going to resume here. Uh, That little anxiety phase was caused by a bunch of different things. Um, So I apologize about that. It wasn't an anxiety attack or anything like that, but uh, it is what it is. So we're talking about CM Punk. He comes out on Rampage Friday. Has to be Friday. Uh, I would think that would be the most logical place for him to come out. CM Punk comes out on Rampage Friday. He comes out on Rampage, and it's, you got to be careful about how you do this because there's a few ways that you can do this with CM Punk coming out. Uh, the first way CM Punk comes out is at the end of the show. That's the best way. You could have CM Punk do one of two things. The first one, you could have CM Punk speak. You could have him interrupt somebody, right? The problem with if you have CM Punk come out at the beginning of the show, that's a problem. The reason that that's a problem, if you have CM Punk come out at the beginning of the show, it overshadows everything else on the show. Nothing else matters. Not the tag team match, not the hot, not the beautiful, sexy Jade Cargill coming out. None of that matters. None of that matters because CM Punk just came out to open the show. So scratch that one right away. That's not happening. I would almost be more mad if CM Punk opened the show than than didn't show up. You have CM Punk come out at the end of the show. Does he interrupt Kenny Omega? Do you take CM Punk and put him straight to the world title? I don't think you do that either. It's difficult with how you book CM Punk. The reason that that is is because, first off, ring rust. And this is why the people that are saying, oh, Daniel Bryan... And CM Punk or Daniel Bryan, CM Punk should be first opponents. That's an absolutely terrible idea. Daniel Bryan, not so much. Maybe physical shape rust, but I'm sure Daniel Bryan's been practicing. I'm sure CM Punk has too. But from a credible standpoint, CM Punk has not wrestled a match on television in seven years. I want you to think about something that you've done or do or haven't done. Imagine something you haven't done in seven years and returning to doing it. Unless it's something that comes by nature, you probably are going to suck at it. Now, I know it's not me saying CM Punk will forget how to wrestle. He's also older now. Um, I'm sure CM Punk has kept himself in shape. You know, he's not out of shape. But you got to keep in mind, too, CM Punk's coming back to AEW, but CM Punk is not a, a brand new star who has 15 years to take over the wrestling industry. He's an established name who's looking for a career renaissance, but how long does that renaissance happen for? Three, four years? Like, what is the ceiling for CM Punk? We know it's a World Heavyweight title reign. We know it's AEW World title reign. But what I'm trying to say is, ring rust. Especially like wrestling. You hear so many superstars say, uh, Triple H especially. You know, Triple H hasn't really in a while. But he would wrestle at WrestleMania once a year, the Royal Rumble, so on and so forth. And he would mention ring rust. Now, obviously, Triple H is much older. He has much more wrestling under his belt than CM Punk. He's been through a lot more wrestling than CM Punk. More injuries. So on and so forth. All of those things. So, ring rust. You want CM Punk to get comfortable wrestling and have him be in the best shape that he can be for his regarding circumstance. 
You don't want CM Punk's first match to be against Daniel Bryan because everybody knows that the dream match is Daniel Bryan. They had so many chances to do it in WWE. They did it, but they never did it right. When does WWE ever execute something to its full potential, right? You have CM Punk wrestle, and this we're strictly talking about CM Punk right now. We'll get to Daniel Bryan in a minute. You have CM Punk wrestle matches. Now, regarding in all of it, I don't think for the first month, I don't think CM Punk should wrestle. I think if he comes out Friday on Rampage, what they do with him up to his first match is going to be interesting. Do not wrestle for a month. CM Punk's first match should be a month later at All Out in Chicago, of all places. That should be his first match. Who it's against? How about Darby Allen? Darby Allen is young. Darby Allen is uh, seasoned. Darby Allen wrestles good with pretty much anybody he's been in the ring with. Anybody Darby Allen's been in the ring with, he's done a great job with. He's young. And he brings out that type of style that, in a way, resembles CM Punk. I think both of them are, in a way, kind of similar. They kind of give me similar vibes. Darby Allen's kind of dark. He's got the tattoos. He's a good person. You know, he's stuck in his persona. Jeff Hardy likes. CM Punk was the same way. Tattoos. I'm straight edge. I'm. It, they resemble each other to me. So I think CM Punk's first opponent, which should be Darby Allen, and it should be at All Out. How you go about it? I don't know. That's for for the writers to decide or the team to decide. And they will probably do that right because AEW doesn't really screw up feuds that often. So your first instinct is CM Punk and Darby Allin at All Out. The first month, CM Punk should not even be, you know, you you build the feud for Darby Allin, but you don't have CM Punk wrestle. Not for the first month. Keep the intrigue level there. If you bring out CM Punk and he's fucking wrestling some Joe Schmo the next week on Dynamite, who cares? I care because it's CM Punk and we all want to see it. But what type of value does that bring? Obviously, over time, CM Punk's value will still be there. But the issue is you have to sustain that value. And I don't think they're going to have a tough time doing that. That's my honest opinion. Okay, nothing for the first month. You have him come out at the end of Rampage. You can either have him say words, say nothing. It would be intriguing if he said nothing, but you should have him speak. You have him come out at the end of Rampage. And what you do after that is up to you, but do not wrestle for a month. Okay, now let's talk about the rest of the year for CM Punk. Where he goes, he goes. We'll talk about Daniel Bryan and then we'll talk about CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan will not be Daniel Bryan should debut at the show in Queens you're hyping this show as the first time in the tri-state area of New York City and again I want to apologize to everybody I have the shortness of breath my blood sugar is all over the place I'm like fucked up here this is my first attempt everything I'm saying is, is great but I physically feel all fucked up okay you have Daniel Bryan debut at that show nowhere else it's your first show in New York City Tri-state area, it's somewhat of a stadium. I'm going to be at that show, by the way, with my buddy Alex, so I'm looking forward to that. That is where you then have Daniel Bryan debut. Does he wrestle at that show? Probably not. 
You could have him be a mystery opponent. You could have things like that. He can wrestle, but I think securing CM Punk coming into AEW is more important than securing Daniel Bryan because Daniel Bryan could do whatever. Do whatever you want to do. But Daniel Bryan has to stay away from CM Punk. You don't even entertain the feud of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan until at least next year. At least next year. I don't want to see CM Punk and Daniel Bryan in a tag team together and then there's tension. Nothing. You keep them away from each other. You could have them on screen, have like a funny moment where it's like, hey, bud, good to see you again. Right? Keep them away from each other for the rest of the year. Could you give Daniel Bryan a title in his first year? Daniel Bryan should have a title before CM Punk. You could do Daniel Bryan versus Omega. Whatever you want to do. Uh, Daniel Bryan's a little bit... I feel like there's more freedom with Daniel Bryan. But CM Punk has to be executed perfectly. Daniel Bryan could wrestle with any of those guys. Not saying CM Punk can, because CM Punk can as well. But you have to do that accordingly. Right? Okay? You can begin the feud for Punk and Bryan in early or mid 2022 and it eventually will lead to a match with them at a pay-per-view maybe not the first pay-per-view of the year revolution how about double or nothing because daniel bryan daniel bryan will fit in fine cm punk should too but there's so many eyes that are going to be on cm punk the pressure that cm punk is going to have is going to be ridiculous when cm punk has that first botch or he looks gassed or he does anything like that Twitter is going to annihilate him. CM Punk's been under pressure before. UFC didn't work out. Right. It is so crucial that you do not put CM Punk in a situation where he can look bad. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to clearly prevent it. But securing CM Punk that first month especially... If this was WWE, could you imagine? I would have no hope. I would be scarred for CM Punk. So you have CM Punk at Rampage. End of the show. Talk, doesn't talk, whatever. No wrestling until All Out. First opponent, Darby Allen. After that, you do what you want. But you gotta... Then you have Brian debut at Queens. Your second, one of your biggest shows of the year. First state in New York... Or first time in Tri-State New York City. Right? You have him debut. You want to have him wrestle the same night? You can if you want. But you have Brian debut at that show. Okay? After that, you could have Brian feud with whoever. Keep him away from CM Punk. Not until CM Punk gets grounded. CM Punk has to be grounded. CM Punk has to be grounded. Nothing from Punk and Brian until next year. I don't even want to see them in a tag team match together. I don't even want to give people that are not smart enough to say Punk and Brian is inevitable. I don't even want to give those people that are just casual fans that don't, maybe aren't familiar. A lot of AEW's fan base is hardcore fans. I don't want to even give those people a chance to think of Brian versus Punk. I don't want that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is probably my first and only, well, first and only, my first podcast since I've had my little hiatus. Again, Punk at Rampage. End of the show. Speaks. Does whatever. 
sets up a feud with Darby Allen that does not start until All Out. Unless, of course, you want to build that on... Nah, see? CM Punk has to wrestle without actually us seeing it. It should be on Dark. Not even AEW Dark. It should be untelevised, which I'm sure he's been doing already. CM Punk's first match in our public eye should be against Darby Allen. Not all out. No titles involved. CM Punk doesn't need a championship because the second you give CM Punk a championship, the countdown begins to him losing. And eventually CM Punk's going to lose. But I'm going to imagine that CM Punk's going to be pretty damn indestructible for the rest of the year. It's just so hard because you want to get CM Punk so right. You know, guys like, uh, you know, guys like Seth Rollins, guys like that, they can lose and not lose any momentum. Chris Jericho is the same way. Chris Jericho can lose the next four matches he has. He doesn't lose any value. But it's so important that with CM Punk coming back, you establish the value with him. When it's time for him to lose a match, you do it the right way and you keep his momentum going. Now, if he falls into the middle of the pack, it's possible. But everybody wants to see CM Punk go straight to the world title. That it's difficult. Booking this CM Punk in the beginning is a very easy phase. It's what happens after that first match. Okay, you fought Darby Allen, you're back, you're wrestling. Now what? You don't want to screw CM Punk up early. It's it's whoever takes on that, which I'm sure CM Punk is going to have uh, reasonable control of himself, which is going to be great because I don't believe he had much of that in WWE, despite how over the top he was. This could be the best version of CM Punk we see. The problem is, is that you have to make CM Punk believable to us. If CM Punk's coming out and he's just beasting on the mic, but he's not giving us anything of substance, I don't give a shit. If he looks winded or gassed in the ring or he's just, there's no believability to him. That's why people love the WWE run at the end because nobody ever really was doing that. CM Punk did it and CM Punk did it and uh, it was so real and genuine. You don't want to have CM Punk also come out and just be having fun. He's going to be impossible to boo. Nobody's going to boo him. He could tell the crowd, you are all a piece of shit and individually... Verbally annihilate everybody in the crowd and they would all still say, you're my hero. It's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds, everybody. Daniel Bryan as well. Uh, Daniel Bryan is like the, the junior. CM Punk is the one we're all going to get excited for. And then Daniel Bryan's like, okay, cool. Daniel Bryan's here. Great addition. Daniel Bryan's fucking awesome. That's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening as always. Let's get our rampage on.